0: Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, we'll turn our attention away from the Raiders on this show and focus on real life as Bills vs. Bengals Monday Night Football was postponed after Bills' safety, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed on the field. We'll talk about the situation, we'll talk about real life, and we continue to pray for a speedy recovery. This is the Locked On Raiders podcast on this Tuesday. January 3rd, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You ought to win as a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's come. Welcome in Raider Nation, to another edition of the Locked On Raiders Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the show free and available on all platforms. That includes YouTube. Thanks to my man, Ari. You can find him on Twitter at Ari Produces. Uh, Many shout-outs to him. And, of course, today's show is going to be a lot different than any other show. And so, uh, excuse me if I don't seem as excited and as enthused to get this show knocked out and, and talk about what we have to talk about on today's show to be hundred percent honest with you really didn't want to do today's show because there's bigger things than football. There's bigger things than what's going on with the quarterback position and the silver and black. There's a lot more things, including life that happens, but we'll talk about it here. On today's edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast, it is being brought to you by PrizePix. Uh, all listeners of the Lockdown Raiders podcast uh, should be a part of Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players that they score more or less than their prize pick projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Lockdown. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked on, And again, want to get into today's edition. It has nothing to do with the Raiders. It just has to do with real life. Uh, anybody who's been listening to me for a long time knows that I have really been firmly in the corner of real life happens. And this is a game. And as much as we get emotionally behind the game and care about the, the outcome and care how every single player plays and care about fantasy football, this, that and the other, there's things that matter. And these players on the field, their lives matter in a major way. And we saw this on Monday Night Football. Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed after a hit in the first quarter of the game on Monday Night Football. Makes a hit that, yeah, you can look at it as as kind of a, a tough hit. And it's crazy. I was listening to it on the radio. I wasn't even watching it. I was listening to it. And Kevin Harlan is describing it. And he said, yeah, it was a pretty bad hit, but it was nothing different than you've seen on the regular. And DeMar pops up. And then immediately after popping up, he collapses. And that's where... It gets really scary, and Kevin Harlan did a fantastic job, and I think everyone who covered the game, every outlet that was kind of updating us with what was going on with DeMar did a fantastic job. I want to shout out to Ryan Clark on ESPN who did a great job. Once I was able to finally watch ESPN and just listen to what he had to say uh, as a player, you know, was able to hear what he had to say and what was going through his mind. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually got a, a tear in my eye. I mean, it was very emotional, but CPR was performed on the field, uh, for DeMar Hamlin, an uh, 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 ambulance is uh, backed onto the field, and they immediately take him off. And a uh, defibrillator was used as well on the field. And it's just something that you haven't seen. And, i look, I'm 46 years old, been watching football for a long, long time, a lot longer than I've been covering it or doing podcasts or radio shows about it, and I've never seen anything like that on a football field. And I know some have seen some crazy things happen on a field or on a basketball court, but – you know, to actually hear that when it happened, and then uh, you know, go back and see the aftermath of it, and and hear everything that rolled out, uh, that was scary, right? That was something that was just one of those scenarios that you just never want to happen to any player. I don't care what team they're representing, what colors they're wearing, none of that matters because again, these players, man, they're they're more than just football players. They're more than just athletes. They're their sons, their husbands, their family members. they you know, what I mean, they're 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 people, and a lot of times we lose perspective of of that when we're covering games and we're watching games as fans. So the game was ultimately postponed on uh, Monday Night Football, and they're still, I guess, going to work out the logistics of when they're going to get the game played. Obviously, it was a big game between the Bills and the Bengals, but again, none of that mattered. It happened in the first quarter. uh, Cincinnati was winning the game. None of that matters. At some point... They'll figure out something. But the NFL put out a statement on Monday night in Roger Goodell's office. Tonight's Bills-Bengals game has been postponed after Bills' uh, safety, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed. Hamlin received immediate medical attention on the field by team and independent medical staff and local paramedics. He was then transported to a local hospital where he's in critical condition. Our thoughts are with tomorrow on the Bills. We'll provide more information that becomes available. The NFL has been in constant communication with the NFL Players Association, which is in agreement with postponing the game. Again, to me, it felt like it took a lot longer than it should have to get postponed. But I, I understand that there's logistics that go into it and things that can't happen quick, fast, in a hurry, like we always want to see something happen. We want to see, you know, an action and then a reaction immediately. And sometimes that can't happen. So I understand. But ultimately, the right decision was made to not allow that game to be played. And the players weren't going to be able to do it. Every single one of those players, uh, whether they were the Bengals or the Bills, were in tears on the field. And just knowing that, knowing where those players' minds were at, uh, it's just incredible. Again, it's very humbling. and, And really, it brings it back into perspective of what it's really about. His agent, DeMar Hamlin's agent, put out, Please continue to pray for Demar and his family. We currently have no update at this time. We'll ask that you keep the family in your prayers. That was from his agent. But his marketing agent and really good friend Jordan Rooney had put out a, a update as well. And he said, update on Demar: His vitals are back to normal. They have put him to sleep to put a breathing tube down his throat. They are currently running tests. We'll provide updates as we have them. So it's just, you know, it's almost like conflicting reports right there. And so you don't know. What is really going on? the the hospital uh, actually put out a statement the University of city Cincinnati, Cincinnati Medical Center announces there will be no further updates tonight on the condition of bill safety tomorrow Hamlin so you know, there's a bunch of different conflicting reports. So be careful what you read. Make sure that it's, you know, verified true before you run with it. And that's the same thing I'm going to do. So I don't want to speculate what's going on. I've talked to plenty of people that, you know, have, are, are, are experts in the medical field. And they said, well, this can mean that this could mean this that can mean there's a lot of different things it can mean. And I don't want to roll it all out there because I don't know what any of it means. Right, I'm just like everybody else. I'm following along. Uh, I was on Twitter in a major way trying to figure out what was going on, trying to get as many updates as possible, and it's really just about impossible. It really is. So until we find out and hear a statement from the hospital or maybe his agent puts out something, and maybe by the time you listen to this, maybe they already did, and maybe this is even a show that you don't want to listen to because it has nothing to do with the Raiders, and if that happens, that's fine. Right, I have no problem with that. I have no shame in doing a show that has nothing to do with the Silver and Black. Matter of fact, I told the powers to be at the Locked On Podcast Network. My show is going to be on DeMar Hamlin. And if that's not okay, then that's not okay. But that's what I'm going to do. And please believe they were okay with that because that's the bigger thing. Not, again, who cares who the quarterback is for the Raiders for this game of coming up against Kansas City, this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter about that. Real life is what matters. So all prayers are up to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, coming up in segment number two, wanted to read a tweet that uh, Kirk Morrison – a uh, linebacker, Kirk Morrison, used to be with the Raiders. Obviously, Uh does a lot of stuff with ESPN now. He does a he does a fantastic job. He's actually a guy I like to consider my friend. Put out a tweet that really, really kind of put in perspective. So, I want to continue to talk about life. Want to talk about what's going on with Demar Hamlin and why I don't really get too high or too low on these games anymore. Because just like what we saw on Monday night, real life happens. In segment number three, uh, we'll get a couple tweets, a couple texts, uh, a couple calls. If if have some. Uh, about Lamar Hamlin, it's not going to be about the Raiders. It won't be. So again, if that's not your bag, this is probably not the show for you today. And I apologize for that, but it is what it is. So coming up in segment number two, again, going to read uh, Kirk Morrison's tweet and, and expand on that. Talk about it more, and we'll do that after I tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which, as I mentioned at the top, is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You're not playing against anybody. You're playing against the Prize Picks projection. It's that simple. Two to five up if they go. They score more or less than their prize push projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus projections. And they have projections in anything. NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA, uh, college football, of course, is bowl season, men's college basketball, women's college basketball. It doesn't matter the sport. They've got it covered. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals, and it's currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. All first-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. You deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. You deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget, use the promo code LOCKEDON to sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Raider Nation. Here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to continue to talk about Bill's safety, Demar Hamlin, and all the tragi- tragic, tragic, and, and actually I shouldn't say tragic, all the um, you know scenario that went down on Monday Night Football where he collapsed on the football field in the first quarter and was transported to a Cincinnati hospital where he was in critical condition. Kirk Morrison, Captain Kirk is what I like to call him, former Raider linebacker, uh, one of my guys that I like to consider a friend, you know, a guy that I see quite a bit uh, around different sporting events. I saw him just the other day, matter of fact, at Allegiant Stadium. It was uh, not this last game at Allegiant Stadium, but the one before that, uh, before, let's see, they played Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, who would they play before that? Uh, man, it's, uh, it, it happens that fast that I forget exactly who they, oh, the Patriots, yeah. Uh, they played the Patriots at Allegiant Stadium, and I saw him and was able to talk to him then, but he He tweeted out on Monday night after watching what occurred with Demar Hamlin on Monday night football. If I was an active NFL player, I'd have a tough time taking the field for a game that has absolutely no meaning example, Houston, Indianapolis, Carolina, new Orleans, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Uh, That's Kirk Morrison again on Twitter. And, you know, I start thinking about the players like the Raiders going against the chiefs on, on Saturday. Doesn't mean anything for the Raiders. You know, you already know where the chiefs are at. And so if they took that approach and said, you know what, we really don't want to play this game. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, fault them at all. You know, but when you see events that happen, like what happened on Monday night, football with DeMar Hamlin, it really puts it in perspective. You know, we have fans that want to get at each other's throats and, you know, throw names at each other and talk about these players on the field and just really talk about them like they're robots or they're machines or they're gladiators. And in, in a sense, you know, they do have that gladiator mentality because it's a gladiator sport. But at the end of the day, as I mentioned in segment number one, these guys are are our sons. There's somebody's son. There's somebody's husband, somebody's boyfriend, you know, somebody's fathers there. I mean, that's, that's, that's who these guys are and they're putting their bodies on the line every single time they take the field for our entertainment. And then we have the nerve to get mad and and yell at him and scream at him and tell him to get on the field and, oh, you got the money and you're not playing now, Or whatever it is, right? And I'm not pointing to anything specific. I'm just saying what goes through my mind and what I hear. And, you know, what I've been guilty of saying. I'm not acting like I'm, you know, holier than thou because I'm not. Because I'll talk about a player. I'll talk about a team. I'll say they need to do this. They need to do that. At the end of the day, it's a stinking game, right? And if you listen to me for any amount of time, I've been very – uh, as a matter of fact, about that—that that it's a—it's a—it's a game, and it's nothing more than that. And that life matters way more than the result of whatever happens between the Raiders and the Niners, the Raiders and the Chiefs, the Raiders and the Broncos. Hell, the Raiders could go 0-17, and you know what? What matters the most is life. Now, of course, none of that is fun to follow. We all like to be entertained. These guys make a lot of money. I mean, you know, I get it. I'm not faulting anyone for getting excited and getting passionate about uh, any team or any player out there, but. At the end of the day, we need to have perspective that it is just a game, right? And, and for these players, it's more than just a game because every time they take the field and play this game that entertains us, they are literally putting their life in their, in their own hands. I don't know what's going to go on with DeMar Hamlin. I don't know what the end result's going to be. All prayers are to him. I hope, if nothing more, I hope that he has an incredible life. I hope that he's able to recover from this and have an incredible life. For him, 24-year-old man, I hope he lives to be 104, right? I mean, that's what's important. I don't give a damn if he never hits the field again. Honestly, I don't. You know, And, and that's not trying to take away from him. That's just putting it into perspective again what matters. I've taken this approach for a very long time now, uh, ever since the passing of my son, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but it, it, put, it put this game into perspective for me. It allowed me to realize that there's bigger things in life than what the Raiders do on Sunday or Monday or Thursday or Saturday. Right. You know, and it's just that's the reality of it. And so for DeMar Hamlin's mother who left the stands, got into the ambulance and had to ride to the hospital with her son. I can't even imagine. I mean, I really can't. I can't even imagine what that feeling would be like. I know what that feeling would be like for me. And even as I'm talking about it, I'm getting like chills. You know, and if you're watching on YouTube, you probably see it in my face. I'm, I'm literally getting chills just talking about it. And again, you know, hopefully everything turns out okay. Hopefully the, the worst is, is already past them. And now they're on the road to recovery. That's, that's, you know, best case scenario. So of course I'll be trying to see what happens and check for updates and this, that, and the other. But you know, when we all get so angry and want to call in and, you know, talk about this, that, and the other. Like, I had people call in mad because I didn't talk about Derek Carr on Monday and I didn't bring him up, this, that, and Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be the guy that's trying to stoke fires, right? I'm not. I'm not trying to stoke the fire. I'm trying to just have a decent conversation. And then when you see stuff that happened on Monday Night Football, you realize, like, you know what? No matter how wrong you think someone might have been done or, or how much you don't agree with this, that, and the other – At the end of the day, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, if Derek Carr never plays football again, not saying he won't, but if he doesn't, you know what? He played nine good years, and he came out of it relatively healthy, right? Which is all you can ask for, regardless if they play nine days or nine years or more, right? I mean, whatever a player puts in, if they make it to the league, uh, one, that's a lot of good luck. That's the Lord's prayers and their Lord's hands over them, making sure that they're protected because, man, you just never know. When players hold out and they want more money and people get mad, oh, this guy's greedy, this man, I don't begrudge those guys at all for reasons just like this. Money doesn't cure everything, but if you're going to put your life on the line and these owners are going to make all the money that they're going to make, I don't begrudge you for making as much as you can. I really don't. So I've, you know, I've always taken that role for the last few years that you know there's more to life than just this game, and it's not going to make me lose sleep if the Raiders lose or not. And some people get mad. People say, oh, you're paid by the team. Oh, you work for the team, so that's why you take. No, it's not. I haven't made a dime from the team. I wish I did. <laughs> I don't. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter like that. Yes, I want to see them win just as much as everyone else, but more than seeing the Raiders win a game, I want to see DeMar Hamlin walk out of that hospital healthy. That's what I want to see because that is what's important. And so I thought Kirk Morrison's tweet Man, a lot. After watching what occurred with DeMar Hamlin, Monday Night Football, if I was an active NFL player, I'd have a tough time taking the field for a game that has absolutely no meaning. And I couldn't agree with him more. Now, the Raiders are supposed to take the field on, on Saturday. I'm assuming they will. I'll tell you this. I'm supposed to do the Raider Roundtable with Lincoln Kennedy and JT the Brick. We do it every single Tuesday. I got the text late Monday night. Uh, Q, we're going to pass on it this week. Football doesn't really seem to be important right now. That I could appreciate. I thought that that was a great stance that the Raiders took on Monday night when they sent me that text and said, "Yeah, you don't have to worry about the Raider Roundtable. We're going to move on." And I suggested, and maybe we'll still do it. I said, "You know what? We can cancel it, or we could talk about Demar Hamlin. We could talk about this situation. We can talk from a player's perspective with Lincoln. If you want to still do the show, if not, I totally understand." And that, honestly is what is important as far as I'm concerned. So that's all I got for you for segment number two. Coming up in segment number three, I just got a couple texts. Uh, I might play Josh Jacobs' locker room sound because in that locker room, he mentioned the fact that, you know, uh, he's got one week left to be with his brothers. And, I, did, I mean, I thought about it, and it, it meant something to me when he said it in the locker room uh, on Sunday following the game. But after what we saw with Hamlin on Monday Night Football – it takes a little bit more meaning. So I'll probably run, uh, it's about four, four and a half minutes of Josh Jacobs in the locker room, get to a couple texts and a couple tweets, and then we'll wrap up the show. It'll just be that that simple. I mean, and I know it's a shorter show. Uh, I apologize for it not being anything Raiders related, but again, I just think it's appropriate and well, that's what I'm going to roll with. So there, the, it is, it just is what it is. Uh, and that'll come up in segment number three. So uh, before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from pro football, college bowl season, basketball. They've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at betonline.net. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information on. All you got to do is head to the website today on your laptop or mobile device to learn about more. Betonline.net. That is where the game starts. Your Locked On Raiders. Your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team is... Every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line is 707-654-4693. I had a bunch of calls about Jared Stidham. Had some calls about Derek Carr. Not going to get to any of those. Because none of those matter. We can resume that on Wednesday's show before we turn the page to the Kansas City Chiefs. If we turn the page to the Kansas City Chiefs. Not sure what the NFL is going to do. Obviously, uh, De- DeMar Hamlin and his situation uh, will have a lot to do with it. You know, I don't know if the NFL and the league plans on suspending any games. I don't know. I mean, again, this is something I've never seen when it comes to the NFL. So we'll get back to that kind of stuff on tomorrow's show. But at the very end of the day, I think it's only right to dedicate this show to DeMar Hamlin. And and again, with nothing but prayers and thoughts out to the young man. So a text from Joe in SoCal. I said, hey, Q, let's give our thoughts and prayers to Hamlin. I also think it's important to reiterate your stance on life and football. It's a game that we all love and some played, but it's just that at the end of the day. Love your family and friends. Life is precious. Raider Nation for Life. That's Joe from SoCal. And Joe, thank you so much for that text. Uh, you are spot on. And that's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, it, again, life is so much more important than this game. It really is. The life that you have, the family that you have around you, the, their lives, I mean, all of that is way much more important than what these guys are doing out on the football field. And again, I don't want to take anything away from what they're doing because this is their lives. This is what they do. But they also have families. They have kids. They have mothers. They have fathers. They have, you know, aunts and uncles, grandparents. You know, I mean, they're someone's friends. I mean, everything. They're teammates, brothers. That's a brotherhood in that locker room, right? You saw the emotions from not only the Bills, but also from the Bengals on Monday night. That tells you all you need to know. The NFL is a small fraternity. Sports in general is a small fraternity. It's a small portion of a small portion of a small portion that make it to the highest level. And when something like that happens, that happened on Monday night, everyone feels it. I mean, there is people that just report on the game, like Lisa Salters from ESPN. She's reporting. She's crying, right? Ryan Clark, former NFL player. He's on TV. He's crying. And, I don't know if I got my mom's traits or not, but I mean, as I'm listening to them crying, damn, I'm in tears. Right? Just because I realize how much and how important life is. It's so much more important than this game. You know, I, I look at, you know, Allegiant Stadium, I look at how how red it was on Sunday, and it's like, man, I don't ever want to see that again. You know what? It it, it really, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. Right? I guess we should be all happy that, you know, we can have a stadium full of fans in general regardless who they're pulling for, right? I mean, of course, that's not going to make anyone happy that wants to have, you know, a blacked-out place and doesn't want the opposing fan. I get it. I get it. I'd rather not see red in the building either. But, man, again, when when it comes to perspective, at the end of the day, does that matter? Not really. So, Joe, thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Got a tweet from my guy, Eric Brown. He said, I was going to write in to share my thoughts on the car situation, but none of that matters right now. Prayers up for Hamlin. That's the scariest blank I've seen in the NFL. Again, that's from Eric Brown on Twitter and definitely appreciate that tweet. And again, that's what I'm talking about. That's what's important. But you know what's crazy? Out of the 10 to 12 texts and calls that I got on Monday night, those were the only two that were focused on DeMar Hamlin. I think that that's a problem. I really do. I think that's a problem. I think for one minute, one day. And that's why this show is all dedicated to Hamlin. I think for one moment, we all need to recognize what really matters in life. I'm going to close this out with Josh Jacobs sounds from the locker room because, again, he talks, about, he talks about the game, talks about how he's played, talks about being banged up and hurt and all that. You know, I get it. But he also talks about what he's focused on is having one more week with his brothers. And with everything that went on with DeMar Hamlin, I think it's very appropriate. So let's close out the show hearing from Josh Jacobs in the Raiders locker room following Sunday night's game. What are you feeling right now, Josh? You so said what? What are you feeling
1: right now? I don't really have no feelings. <laughs> it's frustrating this team can, can always seem to get that close, but just can't seem to close the deal. Uh, I mean, not today. I feel like, uh, you know, we, with everything that happened this week, you know, uh, coming in with a lot of, you know, uncertainty on how this game is going to be played. Um, you know, obviously we want to win, but, Yeah. How did you think Jarek did in terms of running Oh, he out? balled. He balled, man. I mean, he was calm and collected in the huddle. He was, you know, talking to the guys, you know. Um, I mean, you couldn't tell that, you know what I'm saying? He was a backup for real. So, he balled. He did his thing. Did that surprise you at all? No, n- not at all. I mean, uh, I kind of seen, you know, flashes in preseason uh, uh, of what he was capable of. I mean, but obviously, you know, that's, that's one of the best defense, if not the best defense in the league. So, for him to go out there and do what he did, I mean, I just, I feel like that's, that's, that's speaking to his campaign, as you know, as, as the guy. So, how
0: do so you speaking basically a lot to do with what the offense is doing naturally,
1: and maybe yourself? Did you have any goals coming into this game? What you wanted to accomplish? Nah, man. I mean, I just want to play hard, play physical. You know, um, every time I came a- came in the game, or um, you know, had a chance to impact the game, I just wanted to you know do what I could.
0: You guys have long said, Josh, there's no such things as moral victories, but coming out of this, there's a different vibe, a different feel. How would you describe what you guys were able to pull off there today?
1: I mean, it's definitely special. Um, You know, like I said, Stead coming in and throwing for 300-plus. I mean, you know, the offense blocking pretty good. Um, You know, we ran the ball pretty good. Um, You know, so, I mean, that's a testament to that. Uh, The only thing on my mind really is, you know, Spending this last week with these guys, you know, you know, the locker room gonna look a lot different next year. And you don't know, you don't know who's coming back and you know who who's done with football and, and whatnot. So I'm just trying to enjoy this time.
0: With the mobility-wise, you know, how did you kind of see that maybe open things up for him? and oh, yeah. his offense. We I know.
1: mean, yeah, man, it make it make the defense respect and honor him, man. You, can, you know, I'm so saying you can't drop everybody back. You gotta be aware where he where he is at all times. And uh, you know, he he helps the offensive line now because you know he don't take some sacks because he can he can move. So. I mean that's just a testament to him, man. Shout out to him for for being ready. I know he's uh, been in this offense for for a few years, so uh, he played good, man. He looked he looked like he he was supposed to. I mean he looked like a vet.
0: How did you see the Niners try to adjust that in the second half?
1: Uh, I mean to me, I don't I don't feel like it was too many adjustments. When I was on the field, I feel like everything we was doing, uh, you know, we we could have done and, and, and could have kept doing. So
0: going against a defense like this, uh, you might approach the game like you have something to prove against guys like this. You feel like you.
1: You came out there and proved something against these guys? Uh, I mean, my bad. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, for us, you know, in our offense and with, with everything, like I said, that's been going on and with all the uncertainty and, you know, who's going to be this. And, you know, they defensive front being the best in football and, uh, you know, they being the best, you know, run defense and, and things like that. I think we, we did what we were supposed to. I mean, uh, guys came out there and balled. I mean, we had over 400 total yards of offense, so you just got to pull it out. As leader of the squad, how you know, planning to keep that intensity and set the tone? you know? Practice. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I think it'll be easy this week just because, you know, like I said, it's the last week we got together, you know. Against and, and the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, and it's against the Chiefs, but it's also like, you know, we're not going to play football again until August. So, you know, uh, just yeah, just take it in and, yeah, leave it all. It's, we have nothing to lose, you know what I'm saying? Just take it and leave it all on the field. So You got, got banked up a couple times in there. Like, yeah. There, there, you said this week there's no way you're coming out no matter what. So. Yeah, man, I got five. Got I'm on the first play of the game. First play of the game. So that's just kind of how football goes sometimes, you know. But like, I, like I tell these guys, I wouldn't be able to look them in the eye if I know that I could play or or give everything I had and and I don't do it. And that's just the type of person I am. Uh, and that's just the type of respect that I have for them. So uh, I lay it out there every time, every time I can. How you feeling now? It's gonna be a long night. Yeah, for sure. What was it, Uh Oblique. Oblique first play, yeah.
0: So after today's game, how do you guys, how are you guys mentally and physically preparing for next week's game against the Chiefs? And what do you guys plan to change?
1: I feel like we just going to prepare like we do every week. You know, I, I feel like we prepare good um, for the most part. Um, you know, we come out and, and we work. It ain't, it ain't guys, whether it's a win or a loss, guys come in and they work and they put in the effort. So that's just a testament to them. Um, but I mean, it's gonna be an interesting week. Like you said, we are playing the Chiefs. Obviously, one of the one of the best teams in football uh, overall. you And know? so, hopefully, we can we we can finish it off the right way.
0: So, hopefully, in my head, that all made a lot of sense. In my head, that all you know just kind of tied together, and it, and it went together, and it kind of again helped put everything in perspective. If not, if it missed a little bit, I apologize. Trying to be you know creative, trying to be you know smart, and putting everything together, and you know, it just, I don't know. Again, I honestly didn't even want to do the show, you know, but I, one, I have a responsibility. Two, I think it's important. Um, and I know a lot of people probably won't like this show. It'll probably be the least downloaded show, least listened to show, and that's okay. Sometimes that happens. The good thing is that it's only January 3rd, and I got the whole year to put out shows that everybody will appreciate. But I think sometimes I got to just, you know, when everyone else turns left, I might have to go right and uh, understand what really matters in life so that's all I got for you Raider Nation on today's show uh, again sorry for the you know the I guess down approach not not so fired up and excited about doing a show but uh really man not gonna lie to you really uh, in my feelings when it comes to what was going on uh for Monday Night Football and DeMar Hamlin and and you know I, I cannot uh stress enough my prayers and thoughts and and cannot I, I want to say I can't wait to get an update on what's going on with them but I can because I'm so nervous that whatever update we get is not going to be a good one, and I'm hoping, like no other, that I'm wrong. Right? We talk about being right and wrong when we come to predictions in sports. This is one prediction that I hope I am super, super wrong, with. and it's not even a prediction. I'm just hoping that this is a feeling that is, is it ends up being super wrong, and that my man, you know, has a big time recovery and is good to go. So uh, that's how I'll wrap up the show, man. Uh, as I say it all the time, uh, take care of your family, love on your family. Most importantly, as always, well, again, you know, how do I say, you know, love on your family, hug on your family, take care of your family. I, I, I can't even remember exactly how I said it, but just understand you need to take care of your family and make sure, you know, whatever the situation may be, uh, you know, telling them that you love them before they leave the house is always a good thing because you just never know. So with that being said, we'll wrap up the show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow here on the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Appreciate you as always. And, It's going to sound a little, I guess, lame for this show, but just win, baby.